So what does work when it comes to advertising? Welcome back to a little more conversation. I'm guest host Chelsea Bird. You know, this is the year that's the most like a normal one since pre-COVID. So how are we being marketed to differently this year compared to other years? We're going to get into that right now with our next guest, who's a retail analyst and author. Bruce Winder is joining the show. Bruce, good evening. Thanks so much for making the time. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me on the program. You know, Bruce, as I mentioned, this is the year that's the most like a normal one since pre-COVID, which must create a huge opportunity for retailers. Can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of um, what folks thought going into this, right, is that this is the first year since the pandemic that things would be, you know, quasi back to normal, right? Mm -hmm. But things kind of turned out to be quite different, um, mostly because of just the the headwinds as it relates to the economy. You know, you look at uh, inflation, you look at interest rates going up, job loss in the tech sector, the meltdown of uh, real estate markets, the meltdown of... uh, stock markets and suddenly you know what retailers thought would be maybe the best year in a long time has turned out to be sort of a a okay year at best and sometimes a challenging year for some yeah i can imagine that it would be very difficult to navigate for so many retailers considering considering what you just mentioned inflation so many canadians really feeling that pinch when it comes to the way that we're being marketed to then what options do retailers have? What are we seeing in terms of ways that companies are really trying to lure Canadians in to get them to spend? Yeah, it's a good question. And I mean, what what we've noticed this year is that there's a lot more sort of price discounting. So, you know, this time last year, uh, we were sort of in the throes of Omicron and there was actually an inventory shortage. So retailers were a little less apt to put big discounts out there. You know, there was more nominal discounts, like 20 or 30 percent off, if at all, because consumers were just snatching everything up. They really didn't wait for a discount. So if you fast forward this year, it's the opposite. So what's happened now is you see a lot of retailers fairly aggressive on the price discounting. Uh, What you're also seeing, though, is you're also seeing some retailers offer do not pay or deferred payment because they know that Mm. people are cash strapped right now, Uh, especially for big items, big ticket items, right? like, you know, large appliances or treadmills and things like that. Because, um, and, and we're also seeing, you know, retailers start a bit early, right? Retailers started earlier this year. They, you know, and this isn't anything new, but, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday became basically month-long events. And same mm-hmm. with Boxing Day, right? Boxing Day is no longer Boxing Day. It's Boxing Week. And it starts, it's already started. It started several days ago before the 25th of December. So, you know, probably a lot more heavy, heavy discounts. Yeah, it's very different now. When it comes to these deals and you're, and you're talking about some of these really significant markdowns that we're seeing now, how much can we trust that those are even legitimate? Oftentimes we hear about companies that are taking advantage of, of inflation. They're, they're listing their original price as something that's really high and then they're slashing it by a significant event. Are we being gouged as consumers? I don't really think you're we're being gouged because, you know, Canada has laws where we kind of check this thing out, right? If people sort of increase the regular retail just to go down later on, you know, there, there's laws about that if they're reported. But you are seeing a greater regular price. So regular prices uh, that companies use to to use as a base to draw down the discount, they're going to be higher, right? You know, call it 8, 9, 10% over last year. So 
even though you might pay 60% off, it's 60% off a higher regular price than last year. Um, the key, the key not to get gouged is just to look around, shop around, compare prices, you know, from the different retailers, look at the specifications too, depending on what you're buying. Like look at the materials, look at the, the specs of the item, make sure you're really getting good value because what retailers will do, and this has been going on forever is they'll, they're going to change the specification of items, right? So if they're in an inflationary year, what they might do is take some specifications out of the product, sort of take some features and benefits off to keep that retail price, or they leave the specifications, leave the same features and benefits as last year, but increase all the pricing by 10%. Hmm. I'm wondering, is it is it different for retailers to market to people with so much extra competition that exists now, Bruce? I mean, we are... We're inundated as consumers with ads that are catered for us and catered to us on even just social media. How do retailers navigate exactly. that market? It, it's really tough. Because, and that's one of the biggest challenges for the marketing departments of retailers is to cut through the clutter. So what they try to do is they use something called integrated marketing and uh, communications. And what they do is they try to sort of develop a message, very strong message, using a certain creative and a certain jingle. And they try to use that across a number of mediums, whether it's email, in-store, uh, online, TV, radio, print, social, what have you. And they try to create this sort of like a family message so that it cuts through the clutter. That's one of the things that companies are trying to do. But it's really difficult because everyone is sort of going hard this year uh, to try to win over those precious dollars. Hmm. So it's not like they're trying to create a, an advertisement that's different on every single social media platform. Instead, it's just really trying to just churn out one. That's why we're seeing things like the Old Navy commercial everywhere. Exactly. Is that is that why? That's the only way you can cut through. If you have a different message across different medium, you're going to get lost in the shuffle. But if you try to create, you know, a family like the Old Navy commercials are interesting and you know, you try to tie that in with a social ad and maybe an email ad and in-store signage, and suddenly it feels like it's sort of hanging together. You got a better chance of getting the attention of consumers. Do we do we have evidence yet, Bruce, about people taking advantage of sales like Black Friday or Boxing Day, which I guess we're already being advertised to? Are people choosing to go into brick and mortar stores to take advantage of these offers? Is that where retailers are still trying to really get their customers, get those get get feet in the doors? Or are are we just an online society when it comes to taking advantage of deals? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, basically what's what's happened this year, it's been a bit of a return of the store, revenge of the store. So there's a lot more store traffic than there was last year and the previous years, mostly because of the pandemic, right? We were still in the throes of Omicron this time last year. Um, but the good retailers, what they do is they they sort of bring the e-commerce side and the brick and mortar side together in an integrated fashion. And they kind of play both off each other. Those, those are what the, that's what the best retailers do. But there's definitely a lot of advantages of bringing customers into your store because online, you know, you just don't see as much impulse buying, right? Mm -hmm. Or cross, cross promotion. When, when you get someone in your store and they're engaged, you know, they might walk around and pick up a whole bunch of other things and, uh, you know, buy more from you. Your average basket might be higher, right? So, so there definitely is some really good advantages of bringing that customer in the store. Bruce, thanks so much for sticking around and continuing this conversation. I'm curious to hear what your projections are for 2023 when it comes to the retail industry. 
because I think about the struggle that exists for so many physical storefronts. We're talking about brick and mortar stores, mm-hmm. things like uh, changes to credit card surcharges and whether retailers want to disclose a charge to customers. There's difficulty getting committed staff. What are some of the challenges that you see retailers really needing to compete with going into next year and beyond? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there are there are a lot of headwinds even in 2022 that retailers have had to deal with. And heck, even the last, obviously, couple of years through the pandemic, probably the big challenge that retailers will deal with, continue to deal with, is um, is just sort of consumer sentiment. I mean, inflation is very slowly, slowly coming down. And the Bank of Canada is probably going to uh, increase interest rates again in January when they uh, make the next call. And uh, that makes it really tough. You know, you, eventually the economy is going to really start to uh, soften here. And when that happens, you're going to see some layoffs. And uh, and that's when it gets really tough for retail is when you have consumers who won't spend. Consumers also have uh, have a record level of debt right now. Right. So during the pandemic, consumers saved a lot of money. Well, they've spent all that money and now they're in debt again. So that makes it tough for consumers to go out and purchase new things right so the consumer the consumer psyche and the consumer ability to spend appetite to spend is going to be the biggest challenge continuing on with that though like you mentioned labor labor is a big issue labor shortages is another issue um if you're a small to medium-sized retailer uh and you took on a lot of debt during the pandemic you've got to pay that off you know there's a lot of small businesses that have accumulated a lot of debt and now that debt's being serviced at a higher interest rate, right? Um, so those are some of the the big things that uh, retailers are going to face. All the other things they normally face, plus these added challenges. You know, you talk a little bit about consumer mentality and saving this money during during the pandemic, and then spending it all, and many Canadians ending up in debt. I mean, we are we are consumers. We love to spend. Can you speak right. a little bit to the emotional component that we all really battle with or most people battle with when it comes to spending, even though we maybe shouldn't? Yeah, well, one of, one of the issues we have is uh, it's so easy to get credit in Canada, right? It's so easy to, you know, get credit cards and things of that nature. There's something called buy now, pay later, which is really popular now. And that's come out, especially with youngsters, young people where you put an installment down and you pay it off over four, uh, four periods. But it's just so easy to get out and, uh, and do that. And then we're bombarded with messages from social media that says, you know, we're not cool, we're not loved, we're not hip, we're not successful, unless right. we have all these products, right? Um, so, and, and there is an emotional, for a lot of people, there's an emotional, it's no different than a narcotic, right? Where you get a buzz from shopping, you get instant gratification, you get endorphins that release in your body, right? And it just makes you feel better when when you buy something you like, right? So it's really hard to compete with that. It's really hard to shut that down, especially during tough times, when people are going through tough times, right? It's sort of one of the ways, you know, that there's a reason they call it retail therapy. And that, that's exactly why. Yeah. And I think that everything that you're mentioning right now, the social media pressure that so many people feel is yet another way that we're maybe being marketed to without necessarily realizing it. It's that idea of wanting to keep up with the person that you're following and keep up with the same trends that they're following, not necessarily understanding where their finances are at. And should those be things that you're that you're necessarily changing? 
or chasing, excuse me. When it comes to when it comes to uh, to brick and mortar, though, Bruce, I'm wondering. You mentioned talking about impulse buying being something that can really lure customers in, and, and a way that retailers can really make extra money. How much emphasis is there on creating an atmosphere in a store to really uh, to get people spending money? How much focus are we going to see spent on that when it comes to storefronts moving forward? Yeah, you're going to see a fair amount of that. It all depends on sort of who you're catering to and what kind of products you sell, right? So if you're sort of, you know, if you're if you're at Dollarama or Dollar Tree, one of the dollar stores, it's more about having a nice, clean, well-merchandised atmosphere that you can get in and get out quick. You know, you have all the products you need and nice packaging at reasonable prices. But if you if you move up a bit, you know, when you go to some of the luxury malls and you're and you're shopping some of the luxury brands, it is absolutely about the experience, right? It's it's really about your senses when you get in there, you know, everything you see and hear and and touch, and really um, for those customers and those brands, it is absolutely important. And those brands will continue to invest a lot of money in in developing that unique experience. Uh, Bruce, thank you so much for making the time this evening. Really appreciate getting your perspective. Uh, before I let you go, do you have any suggestions for people that are looking for a, a great Boxing Day deal? Any sort of tips or or strategies that Canadians should employ? Well, I would say look around. Make sure you do your homework, shop around, compare specification, and just stay within your budget, you know. And uh, And I hate to say it, but think twice. You know, do you really need it? Or is it something that you're going to regret later? Um, can you make a gift for someone? The other thing that people are doing is really looking at re, uh, re-gifting, but more thrifting, buying used mm. products. So think before you spend. I know as a retail person, that sounds odd, but I don't want to see people get into more debt than mm. they have to have. I I love the suggestion of re-gifting. I love to re-gift. I'm, yeah. I'm totally guilty of doing that. Me too. Bruce, thank you so much for making the time uh, and uh, have a great holiday season. Yeah, you too. Take care.